Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. There's no intro music. There's no fancy jingles. All this is is just real information in under 22 minutes, hopefully. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're designed specifically to educate and motivate um, and drive real health and fitness information into our listeners. So today we're talking about the only true way to speed up the metabolism, to lose body fat, and to live a healthy lifestyle. It's simple, right? A faster metabolism means you're burning more calories. Burning more calories leads to a calorie deficit. Calorie deficit leads to lower body fat. Although this is very, it sounds simple on the outside, it's very nuanced. And today's show is to educate listeners on the best way to naturally speed up the metabolism. What are some natural things we can do? After all, um, if you have a robust, faster metabolism, it's going to make you more bulletproof against nutritional derailments that happen on the weekends, especially with friends and family. It happens to me too, folks. I'm a real person. I'm not a robot. Um, there's lots of gimmicks out there that are claiming to be a weight loss solution. Uh, I'm going to digress for a second on one of my biggest pet peeves of late which are GLP-1 drugs. Uh, maybe you've heard of some of these drugs. I'm not going to say their names because I don't want to support them, but they are a shot once a week that people go flock to their doctors around the country and pay huge sums of money, sometimes $600 to $1,000 a month in most cases, to what I call wreck and slow down their metabolism. Why can I say that? Because a GLP-1 drug... When you look at the studies of this drug and what it's designed to do, its main thing, it's a peptide that slows down gastric motility or slows down digestion. So if your digestion is slowed to a screeching halt, guess what? You feel full and kind of gross all the time. Therefore, you don't want to eat anything. Therefore, you get into a large calorie deficit. In most cases, people are eating between 600 and 1,000 calories a day on the shot. And what I want to really talk about is how do you think the body adapts to that lower and lower calories, especially not short term, but long term, being on this shot for months and months at a time? Well, it's very simple. How does the body adapt? It just lowers its caloric expenditure lower and lower and lower so that it tries to become more efficient with the calories that it is getting. See this very common on the Biggest Loser show. Um, these participants are calorie, uh, basically starved during the show, and then they're they're over exercised. This elicits a huge calorie deficit. They lose lots of weight really fast in a short term. Uh, and I think the rate last time I checked was about ninety five percent that after the show, ninety five percent of participants put back on the weight that they lost. Sometimes hundreds of pounds. Okay, why? Um, and it's because the metabolism is slower and slower trying to meet this caloric deficit. Um, and it's done too radical, too fast, too extreme. And then that causes this rebound or yo-yo effect where someone puts back on all the weight. And that's exactly what I think is going to happen when people get off of this shot of these GLP-1 drugs. 
um, they're going to go back to normal eating. And when they do so, their metabolism is going to be so slow that they're going to rebound weight gain all the weight that they uh, lost on the shot. So today, my aim is not to talk about these drugs that are my pet peeves. My aim is to talk about the real way to get a robust, strong metabolism. And we're going to share uh, the top three strategies that I have and I use with my clients to build a robust metabolism and, and not calorie starve yourself to lose weight. Because is that really sustainable? If that's the way to true weight loss, to like chronically calorie restrict, what a miserable life that is. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the three major things that you can do besides just lowering your calories to uh, lose weight. And also, how do we speed up the metabolism in the meantime to make sure that we can keep our calories high and still achieve body fat loss, okay? Before I do that, though, I want to tell you about Metabolism Bundle from Thorn. So although I recommend lifestyle changes first for your metabolism, uh, and lastly, supplements, this supplement can really move the needle alongside lifestyle changes. And specifically, the main supplement in this bundle, the weight management bundle from Thorn, is Metabolic. And I've been using Metabolic for four or five years now. It's a blend of rice and pea protein that includes vitamins, herbs, botanicals, um, minerals, and all this combination that is designed to specifically speed up the metabolism. And the reason I like it is because it's basically a multivitamin that as long as I get my smoothie in four or five days a week every morning, then I'm taking my multivitamin. And I don't have to take any pills or anything like that. It's just in there, right? And you feel the difference with Metabolic. Shout out to Preston. Preston, if you're listening to this, he would tell you uh, that you feel an energy boost from Metabolic. And listen to your body. When you take something and it makes you feel good, that is a good sign that you're, there's something in there that you need and that your body's really liking. Therefore, you want to keep doing that. Okay, so um, this multivitamin shake, Metabolic, is, is in this weight management bundle from Thorn, along with one other thing we're going to talk about today, which is the gut, uh, this Flora Mend probiotic uh, that helps rebalance the gut and kind of get through a lot of gut inflammation that we're going to talk about here in a minute, so I don't want to spoil it. And then lastly, we're going to talk also about inflammation, which is the third supplement in the weight management bundle is EPA and DHEA, basically omega-3s from Thorn. Why is that important? Because, well, let's just go into it. Uh, my number third way to uh, speed up the metabolism naturally is to lower inflammation, okay? And that's what these omega-3 fatty acids does. Man, just do a simple search on the benefits and studies of uh, omega-3 rich diets and just see all the benefits. I mean, brain, heart, health, energy, fat loss. I mean, there's so much studies just on omega-3 fatty acids. So I always say, step your omega-3 game up. Uh, everybody's rich in omega-6, which is like all these different, um, all these different inflammatory oils that are in processed foods, soybean oil, safflower oil, vegetable oil, um, you know, 
cottonseed oil, canola oil, all these oils are very rich in omega-6. Go through your pantry or when you're in the store, just look at how many products have some sort of oil in them. It's insane. Why? Because it's a good preservative and so that's why they use that. So we want to get that ratio down and our omega-3 ratio up. And that's how we do that with wild-caught salmon, wild-caught fish, sardines, uh, tuna. Um, and then you can also supplement with like the Thorn uh, EPA and DHA omega-3 supplement. But primarily the number one tip I want to give uh, when it comes to inflammation is gut inflammation. Because gut inflammation actually can be, I think, one of the biggest problems to raise inflammation in the body. It leads to autoimmunity. This is why you see a lot of people with Hashimoto's or thyroiditis, uh, inflammation of the thyroid. And that comes from that comes from the inflammation that's happening in the gut in most cases. We can lower all-cause autoimmunity and lots of CRP inflammation that you can test on a blood lab just by lowering our gut inflammation. How do we lower our gut inflammation? Well, we stay away from things that are inflammatory to the gut. The number one, in case you're wondering, is grains, okay? Uh, primarily gluten uh, from wheat and corn. And, you know, it's not that like I'm perfect with these things, but I try to really limit them to their proper place. I don't do any gluten because I personally have a gluten sensitivity, but I do try to limit corn as much as I can. Um, I don't do a whole lot of rice and things like that, but grains in particular are the largest contributor to gut inflammation. And that's because they're hard to break down. Anything that sits in the gut and it's hard to break down, uh, that's your clue um, that it, it could be inflammatory to the gut. Here's a huge example of this, all right? In the bodybuilding community, um, there used to be this fad of like casein protein. And you guys from the gym will know what I'm talking about. They call it the slow digesting protein. So it keeps you more anabolic for longer. Um, and they used to mix this in with whey. And man, did, did it give you the protein farts so bad. And I mean, so bad. And why? Because casein protein is extremely hard for the gut to break down. So yeah, it hangs around a while because it's really hard to break down. Therefore, it raises inflammation to a large degree. Gluten. Let's talk about gluten for a second. Gluten is the glue that binds the flour together. So in other words, if you didn't have gluten in flour, um, pizza crust would literally fly across the room when you tried to spin it, spin that dough in your hands in a pizza parlor. So it is literally the glue that holds the bread together or holds the crust together. And what the, the thing is with gluten, if you think about glue going into the gut, it's a uh, gliadin is the protein that is actually described in gluten. It's very hard to break down. Therefore, it raises gut inflammation. You don't believe me? Look up Alessio Fasano. Alessio Fasano out of Italy. Uh, he is a Nobel Prize winner for his research on celiac disease. He proved in his studies that uh, gluten and the protein gliadin, it literally breaks apart the gut junctions in all people. Now, to some people had a greater degree than others, but the point is, in all people, it breaks against the gut lining. So it causes leaky gut or intestinal permeability, whatever you want to call it. Uh, gluten causes that in all people, uh, to some degree more than others, okay? 
So that's my number one tip with lowering inflammation is get your gut inflammation in check. If you don't know about lactobacillus ruteri or L-ruteri yogurt, look that up. Shout out to Dr. William Davis. Uh, that yogurt is amazing. It really helps to um, be an added addition to like that Floramin probiotic that, that is in the weight management bundle from Thorne. So that's all I'll say about that. Um, no, one more thing. Inflammation in the body it literally slows down every process. It slows down your immune system. It slows down um, your hormone production. It slows down your thyroid production. It raises stress hormone cortisol in the body. So like literally just making sure that you're doing an anti-inflammatory diet, you're limiting inflammatory foods, sugar, alcohol, gluten, dairy, those type of things, you will be indirectly lowering your inflammation, while at the same time raising your hormones, raising your sex hormones, raising your thyroid, raising your immune system. You'll be less sick. You'll be more resilient to everyday viruses and bacteria that come into your environment. So I'll leave it there, but man, I cannot tell you. That's, I mean, this show is pretty much the backbone of this show is inflammation. We talk about it so much. Uh, I, I really beat this into people's heads because um, it is the number one driver of dis-ease or disease is inflammation, okay? Before I go on any further from that, let's go into number two, okay? And I'm, just before I say this, number three and number two um, are both, these are like taking the handbrakes off of your metabolism. In other words, if you're riding a bike and you, your handbrake is stuck on, then uh, your metabolism is not going to be running at full speed. So we got to take the handbrakes off. Lowering inflammation was number three. Number two is you got to optimize your circadian rhythm. This is probably the most underestimated, undervalued tool to raise your metabolism. People don't put as much thought into this as they should. And literally optimizing your circadian rhythm and your, your wake and sleep protein, <laughs> protein, your wake and sleep protocols, uh, it's going to give you better blood sugar control. It's going to lower your stress hormones like cortisol and then also lower adrenaline. It's going to give you higher sex hormones. When you're recovering and sleeping like you should, your body will thank you for it. And one of the ways it will do that by speeding up the metabolism and by those things I just mentioned, you're going to have higher sex hormones, higher thyroid, better blood sugar control. Uh, suddenly you are literally running at a higher speed just from optimizing your circadian rhythm. Now, what are circadian rhythm killers? Killers. Circadian rhythm killers is artificial light is probably the number one. The number two is uh, your wake, waking and sleep cycle. So if you're very erratic, this is where I really feel for people who have shift working jobs and things like that. Because um, if you're not going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time or around about a 30 minute window every day, um, it's really, really hard on your circadian rhythm. That's probably the number one thing you can do to balance your circadian rhythm. And my research is just to make sure that you're waking up around a 30 minute window and going to sleep around the same 30 minute window every night. Okay. Um, the avoiding artificial light and taking in natural light. That's my number one tip for optimizing your circadian rhythm. So what does that mean? Why would you want to avoid artificial light and take in natural light? 
Well, artificial light is a, it's just what it is. It's artificial light. It's man-made light. It's blue light from devices, TVs, uh, house lighting, LED lighting. Uh, fluorescent lighting is the worst for your circadian rhythm. And then natural light that we get first thing in the morning when the sun is cresting over the horizon, that 30-minute window uh, that the sun comes over the horizon, and you can get sun on your face, in your eyes, with no glasses, no contacts, uh, not looking at the sun. but And then also the same light as sunset. Uh, right now, we sat outside last night from about 8.30 till about 9.10. And this... Um, both of these spectrums are lots of red light. In the middle of the day, we get lots of blue light, um, natural blue light, which is also good for our circadian rhythm. It tells cortisol to be higher and things like that. But these, um, especially the nighttime light before bed, sitting out in outdoors and letting your eyes take in that red spectrum light that you can see going across the sky is one of the best ways to prime your metabolism I'm sorry, prime your met your melatonin pump before bed, which optimizes your circadian rhythm. So I know that it's like, what is he talking about? All this light stuff. Just trust me on this. You can look this up. The CDC even put out an article on blue light that you can look up. Uh, this is a real thing. There is tons and tons of research on the detriment of artificial blue light exposure versus natural light that we get naturally from the sun and the moon in our environment. So making sure to simplify this tip for you, go on a walk or go sit outside first thing in the morning when you're doing your morning routine, take in that natural light first thing in the morning. That tells your body that it's daytime. We want to upregulate cortisol. Taking in that red light at night uh, before bed tells your body that the day is ending. Red light is here in our environment. Now let's prime the melatonin pump and really get a good night's recovery. And then of course, going to bed at the same time, waking up around the same time, this is how you really optimize your circadian rhythm. Now, that's all I'll say on number three and number two, lower inflammation and optimize your circadian rhythm. These are like taking the handbrakes off of your metabolism, okay? Number one, this is the most important thing you can do to speed up your metabolism, build more muscle. Okay, there's a reason why my entire business is called Muscles and Veggies, because we are not, we are, we are definitely an overweight society, but even more important, I think we are under muscled. And that's why we are overweight, because the more muscle mass we have, the higher our metabolism is. I'll say that again. The higher your muscle mass is, the faster your metabolism will be. People often look at me when we're out to eat, and they're like, Zach, how do you eat so much and stay lean? And it's, I'm extremely consistent on my workouts. I do not miss my muscle building stimulus, even if it's just going to the gym and going through the motions and not even necessarily pushing it. I don't miss workouts. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know where I will be around eight o'clock. Shout out to Ozark Iron Gym. So the, the point is, though, if, if, here's a good example. Take a 100-pound lean mass on a female versus 120 pounds of lean mass on a female. The 100-pound lean mass, maybe she weighs 135 pounds total, but uh, she has 100 pounds of lean mass and 35 pounds of body fat or um, non-lean mass, okay? 
versus the 120 pounds of lean mass. And maybe this girl weighs 145 pounds. So she's got 25 pounds of body fat and she's got 120 pounds of lean muscle. She's probably going to burn literally 25 to 35% more calories than the girl who's under muscled. Okay. So what does that equate to? Well, let's say her BMR, her, her metabolic rate is the 100 pound lean mass girl, the, the, the skinny fat girl. <laughs> let's say her BMR is at like 1,750 calories. That's what she needs to maintain her weight. Well, the 120 pound lean mass girl, the girl that has more muscle, her BMR is probably 21, 2200 calories, literally 25% more calories than the other girl. What does that mean? That means that she has better resiliency and less restrictive dieting to maintain her weight. It also means she has a higher caloric starting place if she does want to cut and go into a calorie deficit in a clean way. She has a higher starting point that um, will make her less resilient to her having to slow her metabolism way down by taking her calories to like the 1500 calorie mark, which I would never recommend, by the way. But what we do in that case, and just so you know, while we're focused on building muscle and increasing the lean muscle mass, because that increases your BMR, your calorie load, that what we do is focus on anti-inflammatory nutrition, uh, clean eating, because that in itself will lower inflammation, will speed up your metabolism, and therefore you will get leaner even without cutting your calories, just eating cleaner, right? Less sugar, less alcohol, less inflammatory oils, uh, more real whole foods, nuts, seed, fruit, veg, meat, fish, fowl, okay? Now, uh, the, the other thing that having more muscle mass does is it gives you better blood sugar control, better hormones, better mental health, better self-confidence. It makes you more resilient to the cheats that happen on the weekends with friends and family. Yes, they do happen. So building muscle and increasing your metabolism, this is the real way to speed up your metabolism. There's no pills, potions, anything that is ever going to solve the obesity epidemic. This is the way to do it. We have to put on more muscle mass. We have to eat real whole foods and we have to optimize our circadian rhythm. Okay, point blank. This is the real logical way to do this. There is no pill or potion, I'll say it again, that will solve this problem. Okay, um, and I could be, I could stand corrected. Maybe somebody a year or two from now is like, you were wrong. Okay, I'll accept that. But right now, I'm telling you the truth, and the truth will set you free. And that is, uh, you have to focus on these three things, primarily building muscle, because building more muscle is going to raise your metabolism and make you more resilient to those uh, life event happens with friends and family that happen. They happen to me, they happen to everybody. We tend to go out on the weekend and eat with friends and family. And that's also what makes this sustainable because I don't think it's sustainable to chronically be on a diet, be restrictive. That's why people yo-yo so much or they binge um, because of this chronic dieting, right? And the, you never get any cheats or deviations. And that's what keeps things fresh. And oftentimes what I find with my clients is that these deviations, you feel it. So you're like, whoa, I deviated. And now the next day I'm like, I'm not quite feeling hundred percent. So that that's motivation to do what? To get back on owning your Monday through Friday, get back on your routine of smoothie, salad, roasted, get back on your anti-inflammatory diet, for the next four or five days until it may happen again. It may not. We don't know. But 
we're ready for it when it does happen. So I hope this makes sense. I hope this is logical. Please, if you have any questions about this, reach out to me, DM me on Instagram or Facebook um, to get that thorn uh, supplement, to get a, a discount on that weight management bundle. All you have to do is email me at muscles and veggies, all one word, all letters, muscles and veggies at gmail. Tell me you want to join the client invite list for Thorn. You get 25% off. There's no codes required. All you do is just log into your account. So shoot me your email. Tell me you want to join the list. I'll put you on that. In the meantime, if you liked what you're hearing on this show, please subscribe. Okay. I put out episodes every Tuesday or Thursday, uh, usually one a week. Also, share this with somebody else who's going through a fat loss journey or a muscle building journey or even just a health and fitness journey. Share this with them. And then, as always, please review the show. You can review me on Google, which is even more important. So go to Google Places, type in Muscles and Veggies Fitness, and then hit the Reviews tab and leave me a review. That helps people find my personal training business here in Northwest Arkansas. You can also review me on whatever podcast player you're listening on. But look, I'm 24 minutes into this. I got to get off here because I told you I was going to try to keep it to 22 minutes. Okay. (laughs) I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you next week on the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast.